Hi friends, my name is Jenna, one of the three voices you'll hear on this podcast. I have worked in the wedding industry for five years and I can't wait to share all of the advice, tips, and tricks you'll need, and even better, alongside two amazing other industry professionals. Whether you're a newly engaged couple, a wedding pro, or just want to have a laugh, we're here. Now who's ready to pull back those curtains and have a glimpse behind the party? Hello, hello. Okay, this episode is going to be fun, but it's a little different from what we normally do. This one is actually for those of you that are in a wedding party. So if you are our engaged couple to be planning your day, I'm going to go ahead and stop you right now. You're going to want to hit pause, forward this to your bridesmaids, groomsmen, flower dude, whoever it is that you've chosen to be in your wedding party because this episode is all for them. And hopefully it gives them some great ideas on ways to spoil, celebrate, and support you too during this day. So listen in, but do it with the air of caution because you don't want to ruin any of your own surprises. Okay, let's jump on in. If you tuned in last episode, you know that we talked about the importance of a wedding party and the roles and responsibilities that often come with being a member of a wedding party. If you didn't listen to that, go ahead and skip on back an episode after you're done with this one and listen in because there are some really good ways that you can support the couple and be part of their planning process, both the day of and leading up to their wedding day. This allows you not only to take a little bit of the pressure off of their shoulders, but give them someone to talk to that knows what they're going through because you're standing there with them in the trenches. It also, and probably my favorite part, is it does wonders for your relationship with them moving forward. It's something you can bond over and you'll have to remember for years and years to come, which we love. So, Switching gears, we are going to talk this episode about how you, yes, you lovely listener tuning in, can be the best wedding party ever. And I mean that because being wedding party members is an honor. It's exciting. It is special. They chose you for a reason. And regardless of what your personal thoughts going on right now are, or whatever's happening in your life, these two amazing people that you get to stand by when they say I do and take their vows chose you, you awesome bomb of a person to be there with them and get a front row view, but also to be their bodyguards against the people who are going to try to bring stress and tension into their day. And what that means is you get to bring all the chill vibes, the party vibes, and you get to keep all the boring stuff out the door. So if you are dreading being part of this wedding party, I really hope that this episode helps lift your spirits, realign your vision, and gives you the energy that you are going to need to be the best wedding party ever. And if you're like, Amanda, no, I'm here for it. I am ready. We are already are rocking this thing. Give me the details. Give me all the tips. 
you want the tea, I won't keep you on the edge of your seat any longer. I promise. So we're going to go over 10 main things. I'm going to tell you what they are now, but I promise we're going to go more in depth in them. So they sound more boring than they are. And here we go. You're going to one, want to be organized. Two, show up early. I cannot stress that one enough. Three, be attentive. Four, stay hydrated. Five, be flexible. Six, be courteous. Number seven, have fun. Eight, dance. And yes, those are two separate things. Nine, you're going to want to take initiative. And 10, you're going to be supportive. So don't stop. Don't hit pause. Don't exit this episode yet. We're going to dive into these. I'm going to give you actionable ways you can do it, ways that I've seen couples really feel supported and celebrated from their wedding party. And you're going to go ahead and steal those ideas to either embellish and elaborate and make your own, or you can just take it and roll with it. It's up to you. Let's start with number one, being organized. So you want to make sure you have all the important details, the timing, location, dress code, transportation, all those things. You want to know that beforehand so there's no last minute surprises. Also, you don't want to be the one in the group chat saying, remind me what time am I supposed to be at the hotel again? Or what time does the venue open? I forget. Where are we going? You don't want to be that person because if you are the person in the group chat asking those questions, you most likely are also going to be the person that is being talked about in the side group text. And we all know that that's a thing. So let's pretend it's not. If you sincerely forgot, that happens. But there is a very easy way to search your old messages, your old texts. You can even make a note on your phone nowadays. So there is really no reason for you to be asking this last minute. Not only do you get to avoid being that person if you're organized, but it gives you kind of a leg up to plan something as a group together. So if you know what time and where everything's going on with the venue, that means you can do number two, which is show up early. And showing up early doesn't mean you're going to sit in your car No, sir. No, ma'am. You're going to show up early. You're going to have your bride or your groom's favorite drink in hand, whether it's coffee or tea or a Route 44 Coke Zero with vanilla cream, whatever it looks like for them. You're going to have that in hand. You're going to get a jump start before the couple, not just on last minute decorations. We're not even thinking about the wedding day yet. We're spoiling our couple, right? Because you're the best wedding party ever. You're going to go sneak into that dressing room before they get there. And you're going to deck it out. You're going to leave a basket of their favorite snacks. Have some, have some hydration in there for them. Whether you guys go hard the night before. And so you need some liquid IVs and some Gatorades. Or you're taking it easy. And you're going to have some green teas. Whatever that looks like for your group you're going to have a basket of their favorite items. Now, make sure when you're putting these in there that it's nothing that's going to stain either their clothing or their makeup. So if their favorite snack is Cheetos, that's going to have to not be in the bag. That can be in their middle of the night snack bag that you can sneak into their exit car 
as a goodie bag for them to enjoy once they are leaving the reception, not something they're going to have the morning of. You're going to want to have your own wedding party emergency kit already in the room before they show up. You're going to want straws. You're going to want safety pins. You're going to need all the things. And whatever you think you have enough of, you probably won't, and that's okay. One time we had a groom whose shoe literally split in half right before the ceremony. The whole bottom of his shoe came off, bless his heart. But his groomsman was like, don't worry, I've got this. Wear my shoes. I'm going to go grab my tennis shoes. And it was great because he was prepared in an extra pair of shoes. Anyways, show up early, deck it out. They're going to be shocked. When my brother was getting married, he is a huge office fan. So, of course, we had to deck out his room and we made a beautiful banner, the office style, that said, It is your wedding day instead of it is your birthday. And if you're an office fan and you know what I'm talking about, please go ahead and give me a shout out in the comments on social so that I don't feel so alone right now. Number three was be attentive. You want to pay attention to the needs of the couple throughout the wedding day. Be on hand to offer assistance and support whenever needed. My biggest tip, the secret that's going to let you do this without actually stressing yourself as well, is to get a copy of that timeline before the day even begins. If you already know all the events that are coming to happen and you see on there that, okay, the photographer is showing up at one and they're going to start taking detail photos, then you already know you probably need to be ready before that photographer gets here, but you can also get the items together for the detail shoot for the photographer and then the couple doesn't even have to worry about it. Number four was stay hydrated. You want to keep yourself well hydrated throughout the day so that you remain energetic in the alert, and so that you can make it through the end of the day. Most of these wedding days begin at 9 or 10 in the morning, and they don't end until midnight or often 1 or 2 a.m. if you have something planned after the reception. That is a long day to be not only on your feet, but to be energetic and alert and surrounded by people. Even our most extroverted wedding party members are drained and tapped out at the end of the day. So don't underestimate the power of some good H2O and make sure you're staying hydrated. If you're not a big water drinker or if you know that the bride or groom is not, then just grab some of those cute little single crystal light packets that can dump into your water to make it taste like whatever you like so you can get some liquid in you before everything starts. Now, if you are beginning the day off with some mimosas, Bloody Marys, I hope not because the red would give me a panic attack with that bridal gown, (laughs) whatever it is, if you're starting the day off with a cocktail of sorts, please make sure to pace yourself. I know you're with some of your favorite people and it's going to be fun and fantastic, but you want to make sure that you're having snacks and lunch and something to keep everyone from crossing that line. The last thing you want to do is to be outdoors, especially here in North Texas for a wedding ceremony, feeling a little boozy, wishing that maybe you had that wrap for lunch that you skipped. Number five was be flexible. 
you want to be ready to roll with whatever changes or unexpected situations show up in the day. Now, a lot of times with weddings, we plan and we plan down to the minute, the timeline, when someone's walking down the aisle, when the reception begins, dinner being served, you name it. Everything is planned out nicely. But what a lot of people don't know is that even within that, every seasoned wedding professional is extremely flexible. We understand that a seven o'clock reception entrance time could be a little bit earlier, a little bit later, but it's going to happen. You need to be the same way. When we build these timelines, we are very specific and we do stick to them. And if we get ahead in the schedule, then that means there's extra time for dancing, toast, dinner, letting the couple sneak away for extra sunset photos, things like that. If we get behind the schedule, it means that we are going to make up the time to get back on track because the whole point of the day is that the couple gets to celebrate all the moments that they have planned. So if you have a wedding professional come up to you and say, Hey, I need your help. This came up. We're going to need to make, to make some changes. That is your opportunity to shine. That's your opportunity to step up and help them with whatever their request is. That's also your opportunity to make sure that the couple does not stress. A lot of times that's going to happen. One of them is going to feel very pressured because they know Their photos were supposed to be done 20 minutes ago, but it's taking longer than they expected. So reassure them, let them know and remind them that they hired their wedding professionals for a reason and that they've got it taken care of, that you've already talked to everybody and things are going to be great. Encourage them, be flexible, and in doing so, your relaxation, your calmness, and your flexibility will just ooze and spread out to them as well. And it'll help them as well. Now on the flip side, there can be some unexpected situations that are not so fun, that are a little bit more serious than a change in the timeline. Typically this involves a family member um, that perhaps the couple let their wedding professionals know about the dynamics. Maybe they didn't. But if you are aware of any situations that could arise during the day, it's a good idea to have someone else on your team that has an inkling of what may happen. If something comes up, if a situation arises that's unexpected, that is either has tension or is causing a conflict that the couple does not need to be a part of, it's time to be flexible to help guide that away from them and steer things back on track. Now, that might mean that you're going to miss some of the photos while you walk, we'll say, half sibling over to calm down, getting them something to eat, keeping them away from the great aunt who maybe said something distasteful. Whatever it might be, being flexible for the couple gives them some peace and allows them to focus on the joyful moments of the day. Helping them fuel their fire feeling the drama, so to speak, is not being flexible. It's going to cause more stress. This actually happened recently to one of my couples and it was heartbreaking to watch. One of the bridesmaids fed in to this unexpected situation and the 
bride's best friend who was being flexible was crushed by it. And luckily she pulled me aside. We chatted. We got it all sorted out. But the one bridesmaid who was not flexible, who escalated things, actually caused a bigger problem. And in doing so, it did affect the couple. So make sure that that's not you. Be flexible. Now, number six, being courteous. This one sounds like a no-brainer, but you would be surprised. There are at least two or three wedding party members every wedding that miss this one. And it's kind of a big bummer. You want to be polite and courteous to everyone you meet, the guests, the vendors, and the staff. A lot of times it comes down to the the staff. I understand that you're the wedding party and you want things done a certain way. If a staff member is helping or doing their best, just remember, maybe their role is not to get you the answer to the question that you're asking. Perhaps they have a policy or procedure they're supposed to follow to answer that, to double check to make sure they give you the right number. Most of the time, this actually comes down to the bar and the bar policies, in the whether it's the bartending company or the venue itself. And just because you're not happy with the policy that's in place doesn't mean that you need to treat them in a discourteous or impolite way. I hate to break it to you, but it's not your wedding. The couple signed their contracts knowing exactly what the policies were, and it's not your job to throw a fit about it, to be rude to their vendors, to cause a wrinkle in the couple's day just because you wanted a different way. Instead, take a breath, shake it off, be polite, and then now you know something that you'll probably look out for your own wedding that you'd like a little different. Make sure that the guests that you come in contact to, you're courteous to. Even if the groom told you some things about his second cousin and how they have some beef, that's not your job to worry about. Smile, say hello, move on. They chose you to be part of their wedding party so they could have a joyful, exciting, supportive group around them. That is your role that day. Number seven is have fun. Oh my goodness. We talked about some serious stuff and I'm so glad we got to this one. You need to enjoy yourself. Encourage everyone else to have a good time too. That goes for everyone else in the wedding party. If you brought a plus one, if your family's there, even if you don't know the other guests, if you're having fun in the moment, it's going to spread and other people are going to too. Dancing. Oh man, being part of the dance floor and encouraging others to join in in the festivities is huge. I think this is probably the number one responsibility of a wedding party. And this does not necessarily go hand in hand with having fun because all of my introverts listening right now, dancing is probably not at the top of your fun list when it comes to a wedding. But do you know whose top three things it probably is under? The couple. That best friend of yours that asked you to be in their wedding party. They want to see people dancing. Because at the end of the day, they're hosting this event, this celebration. 
And if people aren't dancing, if people aren't having a good time, they feel in a sense that they failed. And I know that you do not want your bride or your groom to feel that way. So get out on that dance floor. No one's going to remember what your dance moves look like the next day or the next week. If they do get a a photo of you, it's a still frame. That's fine. But what the couple's going to remember is that you were out there and you were dancing the night away. I will never forget at my brother-in-law's wedding. I was so pregnant. I looked like I was having triplets. I could barely move. I had to wear a special hip belt underneath my dress just because my body could not handle (laughs) the size of my sweet son. But you know where I was? You better believe I was out on that dance floor literally doing the wobble. And I wouldn't trade those moments for anything. I was in crazy amounts of pain afterwards, but I was out there. Number nine is take initiative. Step in and take charge whenever necessary. Now, we kind of talked about this when it came to unwanted situations or drama popping up. This also, oops, excuse me, guys. This also can apply to something that comes up and if the couple is too occupied. For example, during setup, say say the couple is taking some, some photos before. They did a first look. They're all relaxing, just hanging out and talking. And someone comes up and is like, hey, where do these go? How should I set these up? And you know that they really don't care what order the welcome table's at. Just go ahead and take care of it. Go ahead and do it. If you're in the dressing room and the bride is feeling overwhelmed and she's behind schedule and hair and makeup is taking 40 minutes longer than it should be, and you just learned that the florist and the baker just arrived at the same time. They don't know what table to put everything on. And they're not really sure where the bouquets should go or if they want the desserts. Just go ahead and stand up and say, I've got this. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. Ask them to follow you back to the hall and take it from there. There's going to be a floor plan somewhere. If you don't know where the cake table is already, It's going to be labeled. You can direct them there. And if you need help, go to the wedding professionals. That's what they're there for. If there's not a venue team member on site, talk to a coordinator. And last but not least, be supportive. I think all of these have really built into this. But the key is to remember that being part of a wedding party is an important responsibility. Your job is to be there for the couple. Offer them your support every step of the way. That could be something as easy as grabbing them a water from from the bar when you're up, getting them an extra slice of cake so they can take it with them when they leave for the exit, making sure that they know you're not going to disappear when the exit's over and that you're going to help pick up so that their mom doesn't have to. Whatever it looks like for them, It's pretty easy. All you got to do is listen. I guarantee you they're going to tell you what's stressing them and what they're excited about. Latch on to those things that they mention and you can use those to be the best wedding party ever. 
So here's a couple quick things just to recap. Do not go MIA on this couple. Don't show up late. Don't show up unprepared, unready with the wrong color dress or disappear during the day. Do not talk bad about the couple or their wedding, especially on their wedding day. That sounds like a no-brainer, but unfortunately, it's something that happens and it's heartbreaking. And definitely do not go rogue. If your name is not listed to give a toast and they did not ask you to give a toast, please do not give a toast. If the bartender tells you they're not allowed to serve shots, do not go sneak out to your car to pour shots for the wedding party. It sounds like fun in the moment. Okay, sure. But what you don't know is that's a policy that the couple signed and you just cost them their deposit, which is usually $1,000 to $1,500. Don't go rogue. Do get out on the dance floor. Break it down with your best or your worst dance moves. Decorate their dressing room. Surprise them with their favorite snacks and drinks, both in the morning, but then again at the end of the night. Have a go bag for them, ready in their exit vehicle. If lunch hasn't been taken care of, plan something with the wedding party. Pick it up from McAllister's on the way. Something easy is totally fine. And have fun. They chose you because they thought you would help their day be the best day ever. So in a way, you kind of already are the best wedding party ever. It's just up to you to make sure you don't drop the ball. Thanks for tuning in to Behind the Party. We hope that you'll listen into the next episode. And if you haven't already, be sure to follow us along on Instagram. We can't wait to see all the things you do to be the best wedding party ever. Bye, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, you can find us at Behind the Party Podcast on Instagram. We want to hear from you. DM us on Instagram or email behindthepartypodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait. See you next time.